You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. We've been doing a lot of interviews with a lot of females, all from different backgrounds. And I want to apologize, not for the fact that I've done those interviews, but for the fact that I feel like I've let the Q&A slip and not be able to, to get to your questions. And so because of that, there's a lot of questions. But fret not, I'm here and I'm ready to go on a question answering binge. So that's what this episode is going to be about. Answering your questions and making sure that you guys have the right answers for the problems that you have in your dating life. If you want to ask a question, you can do so. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. The email address is in the show notes. You can email me, put in the subject line podcast question, and I will handpick the question and put it here on the podcast. It's not random. I do read all of them, or at least my team reads all of them and vets which ones are going to be good questions to answer here on the podcast. So I want to help you out as much as I can. I know that some people have DM'd me and said, hey, Trip, I can't do coaching right now, but can I just get a quick question answered? And that's fine. So if you're not ready for a full coaching program, or you feel like you're not ready to go into the Hooked program, my video course, you just need a quick question answered, this is your outlet to do it. Just understand that sometimes it takes me a bit. Like right now, I'm backed up to the last person who emailed in was in the middle of of December, it looks like. And so that's fine. Either way, we're here. We're answering them. It's not too far away. We're only a month behind. There's a point when I was like three or four months behind, but I haven't forgotten about you. Thanks for emailing in your questions. And as you know, I always get to all of them. I'll give you a little update on my end. Something I've been getting into recently has been longevity. So if you feel like you're a fan of that, you've been learning about that, or you're like, whoa, Trip, what's longevity? Or anti-aging, that's another word for it. That's one of the buzzwords. I've been getting into it. And I'm only telling you here on the podcast because this is my only outlet where I really talk about personal stuff. I don't talk about this too much on the YouTube channel or TikTok or anything like that. So I'd like to share with you what I'm up to. And one thing I'm up to is diving into that. So I've been following this guy, David Sinclair, and I feel like I've just been binging all of his material. So if you've ever binged material, like maybe you binge this podcast, I'm binging all the podcast episodes that he's been on. I'm reading his book and I'm listening to his podcast called Lifespan, which is really cool. That's just come out. David Sinclair, I should mention, is a biologist, a PhD, who has created a lab where he is doing lots of research, spending, I mean, his whole life basically studying anti-aging and longevity. Anyway, I've been diving into his stuff. It's been interesting. You can check it out if you want to check out Lifespan, if you're interested in that. If you're listening to this in real time, then he's also putting out podcast episodes every week right now. So maybe you're listening to this episode far down the line. I'm sure the episodes are still available, but if you want, you can follow along with him. I'm doing it. And anyway, just been really interesting. I'm getting into supplements and really working on my health. I went ahead and <laughs> I purchased like everything that he has sponsored on his podcast. 
So if you listen to his podcast, you'll see it's sponsored by Athletic Greens and Inside Tracker. Athletic Greens is like a supplement. Inside Tracker is just this service that analyzes your blood and gives you all the full details on what's going on in your whole body, right? So it tells you what you're deficient in, your cholesterol levels, vitamins, everything. So I've just been on a rampage, just diving deep into it. And it's been fun. It's interesting that it seems like it's like a hobby, but it's really like more than that, right? It's your life. So been really into that. I think 2022 is all about health for me and coming back to health. Something that... That's not that I haven't focused on. I've always focused on it, but really on a deeper level. So I feel like that's kind of what I'm focused on here. Besides, of course, putting out as many and amazing podcast episodes as possible. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. I've been doing that. And I hope that 2022 has been great for you. I've noticed that I've been talking about 2022 and saying 2021. I've actually had my editor have to edit out where I said 2021. Maybe I've made that mistake before. It's just we're so new in 2022. So I'm not used to saying it. But yes, we are almost messed up earlier when I was saying to you that 2022 is a year about health. I almost said 2021. So 2022 is off to a great start. And I hope it's off to a great start for you. I think it's time to get into some questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's do it. This one's from Rico, the old ass dude. He says, hi, Trip. I'm a little over 50. I have tried learning PUA, RSD, Todd, took some boot camps, etc. My advantages. I'm intelligent, never run out of things to say, and a musician. I can create an upward spiral of emotions just from my chit-chat. I've memorized stand-up routines and used them for pickup. I can read women from afar, see them attracted to my band members, play with their hair, etc. So what's the problem? I'm old and unattractive for 99% of women. I'm a sociable 90-year-old man without teeth. Hardly any woman ever shows any signs of attraction toward me. Sometimes I talk to a pretty girl and she quickly lowers her gaze and checks her purse because she thinks I'm pickpocketing her. A girl I tried to pick up told me I'm a great person, but unfortunately, I'm not handsome. Then she ghosted me. Any ideas or special training program for old farts? Cheers, Rico, the old ass dude. Okay, hold on. You're saying here, and I'm just going to repeat this. You said, so what's the problem? I'm old and unattractive for 99% of women. I'm as sociable 90-year-old man without teeth. I can't tell if you're saying that you don't have teeth. I'm as sociable, or I'm a sociable, I'm as sociable 90-year-old man without teeth. But you said earlier that you're a little over 50. I get it. It's like you're saying you're like an old person. So, okay. This is a, a little bit of a challenging question to answer because first, I'd like, I'd like to see a picture of you and see what's going on. It's challenging only because I'd like to nitpick and see where we can help you become more handsome. If you're saying that you don't have teeth, and again, I can't tell if that's a joke or not, well, then I think you know your answer. You got to work on that, right? If you have lost teeth, and you've taken boot camps, you've been able to invest in boot camps, which are not cheap, but you're not putting that money towards teeth, there's a problem there. Either way, I think there are things that you could do if you're a little over 50. You know what's funny? This is a coincidence here. We're talking about longevity, talking about looking younger. There are things you can do. There's supplements you can take and things that you can do to actually look younger. Of course, you can even do things like Botox. I don't necessarily recommend that though. 
might think that when you have Botox and you're an older man, you just look like an old guy with Botox. But either way, I think the point here is there's something about you that maybe doesn't look healthy. I wonder if you're prioritizing your health in any capacity or if you're someone who smokes a lot like tobacco or you drink a lot, right? Those things are going to make you look old and unattractive. So I am convinced that there are many things you can do to look more physically attractive if you are certain that that is the only problem and you say that you've been someone who is very good with your personality. But it also sounds like to me that you are playing what's called dancing monkey. And so if you know PUA, that is a PUA term, playing the dancing monkey. What is the dancing monkey? The dancing monkey is you just trying to entertain them and you have almost so much energy that you're not connecting with these women and you're just being this funny, using your stand-up routines kind of guy. So you're just focused on building a lot of energy around the interaction, which by the way is great. Most guys have a problem with that. So you're right. You do have that as an advantage. You're intelligent, never run out of things to say, as you said. So that is great. But what people fail to do sometimes when they're overdoing it with the energy is getting on a level with them where you can actually talk with them and get to know them rather than just try to do stand-up routines and pick-up routines and doing this whole circus act, right? Dancing monkey. So let's be careful of that. So that's part one of the advice. And part two, which I guess was something I said earlier, was what could we do to focus on being more physically attractive? There are things you could do. There are things you can do with your style. There are things you can do with your health. Like, are you getting enough sleep? Are you dressing in a way where you have fit over fashion? So your clothes fit you and you look the best. Do you have the right dental hygiene, right? So we talked about that. If you're balding, I would think about getting your hair cut really short. That tends to look a lot better on guys who are balding. So a lot of things you could do here to try to figure out and test to see what's going on. Meaning, work on your physical attraction, optimize the parts that need to be optimized. And then... Alongside that, try not to play Dancing Monkey. But your question was, any ideas or special training program for old farts? So it's funny that I answered a question that you didn't really ask. So now I'll answer your question. Are there any ideas? Yes, the Trip Advice Coaching Program. So good time to plug the Trip Advice Coaching Program. This is definitely a place where you want to be. So Rico, I know that you asked this question a month ago. However, if you're here listening still, reach out to me, go to coachedbytrip.com, apply for coaching, and let me walk you through this and help you with this. And let me help you with these different areas. And anyone else who needs help in these areas and doesn't want to do it by themselves, doesn't want to play the guessing game because it's always good to have a mentor there helping you out, teaching you what to do, well, then go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today. Now also, it's funny, today I was at the gym. I just started a new workout routine. I went to a little bit more of an advanced workout routine. I was doing a beginner for a while. And I went to a little bit more of an advanced workout routine. And I found myself in the gym looking at some different videos of people doing the different exercises and people explaining it and talking about it. And it's funny because 
as I'm watching this, I thought, wow, this is very similar to if I were to get hooked, right? So I have a video course called Hooked, where you can learn how to do everything I'm talking about here. And it's like the same idea. So I wasn't and don't need a fitness trainer at this point. I just wanted to watch some videos. So if you want to watch some videos and you want to learn about how to meet women, go to getherhook.com. So you got options here. But for Rico, get coaching, coachedbytrip.com, apply and let's chat. Let's move on to the next one. Jared. Hi, Trip. Fantastic work on the podcast. I'm a big fan and listen to it daily. I'm 30 years old and have no problem meeting new people other than approaching a woman I'm attracted to. However, I've been doing it on a more consistent basis with the help of your podcast. I have a script when approaching. I say hello, ask for her name, tell her my name, and that I thought she was cute and wanted to introduce myself. They usually smile back, thank me, and I ask if I can have their number. Quick, I know, but this is usually coffee shop type scenarios where they're doing something. But I've noticed that there is usually a canned answer when I approach women. They say something like, thanks, but I'm talking to someone right now, or thanks, but I have a boyfriend. I reply, well, sounds good. I hope you see it as a compliment and then move on with my day. This is fine and probably true in some cases, but this happens so much that I'm beginning to think it's just an immediate reaction because they're caught off guard and my BS meter is starting to go off. My question is, If this is a knee-jerk response to me hitting on them and they're lying or casually dating and open to dating others and otherwise would give me their phone number if not caught guard, how do I give them the option to contact me if they regret the rejecting me? Give them my business card? How would that look? Thanks so much, Jared. Jared, let's. I'm not going to answer your question because I have a better answer for you of a question you're not asking. You're not asking exactly what to do in this situation. So you're thinking of a different option for them to contact you. What you need to be asking and what I need to be helping with here is, well, how do you get to the point where that woman wants to give you her number? Like, How do we get you to that point? The way that you're going to do that is you got to have longer conversations. I think, Jared, that you have a limiting belief and you think that just because the person is at a coffee shop or busy you think that the conversation has to be quick. You are the one who's creating a quick conversation. That's what it sounds like, is that you're going in with, okay, this is my sequence, which is asking for the name, telling them your name, saying she was cute, introducing yourself, and then ask for their number. So what you're doing is you're playing the girl's version. A girl could do that, right? A girl could do that because men are more visually stimulated And women are more emotionally stimulated. So that means that they are attracted to you based on your behavior. They're attracted to you based on your behavior, okay? Women are more emotional. So you need to spike attraction by using the TED formula. And this behavior is what's going to get her attracted. Yes, your looks do matter. As we were talking about with Rico, the last question. Yes, your looks do matter. Absolutely. If you're someone she's not physically attracted to, there's probably nothing you can say. But if you're good enough, if you're good looking enough for her, and I say for her because every girl does have a different type. Some girls like really skinny guys, some girls like really big guys, you know, or in between, whatever. But my point here is, is that you need to be getting into these conversations and giving her more time to be able to sense your behavior and get a sense of who you are. 
because that's what makes them attracted, your behavior. So your attraction plan is what should be for like a woman. A woman can go up and the guy's like, oh, she's physically attractive. I'll decide whether or not to give you my number. But she's just basing it on looks. That's it. So do they have a boyfriend? Are they talking to someone right now? I mean, who knows? It could be true. I bet you most of them, if that's literally all you're getting, most of it's probably not true. Some of it's true. But you need to have a sequence that lasts a little bit longer. I actually teach that in my Hooked program and in my coaching. And it just is really simple. I mean, you're just asking them, hey, what's up? Wanted to come meet you. Have a little bit of BS conversation with them. Oh, what do you do? Where are you from? Just get to know them a little bit so they can sense your behavior. And then from there, you can ask them. Will that necessarily work every time? No. Will it drastically change your conversion? Yes. In theory, it should. If you're going over using the TED formula that I talk about, and that again is talked about in the Hooks program and in my coaching program, TED formula, tension, entertainment, dominance. Building tension, having an entertaining conversation that's fun and fun for you and leading the interaction. Jared, let's start there. So to answer your question, you said, give them my business card. How would that look? Don't give them your business card. Work on a sequence to be able to have an opportunity to display your personality, aka your behavior. All right. From Julio. Hey, Mr. Kramer. How formal. Hey, Mr. Kramer. First of all, your podcast has been of great help. So I want to thank you for it and your honest approach. The reason I'm writing is because I'm interested in a woman with whom I've been spending quite some time. We've only kissed once and the second time I tried, she denied the kiss and she thought it's too soon. And what was my rush? I asked her what she wanted and she said friends. After that incident, we've hung out, went for food and mini dates and we've been texting. The last one was two weeks ago and she stopped. I know what you've been recommending in these friends cases, but I really believe we hit it off. I got to interrupt here. I get this all the time. You got to understand, Julio, just giving you tough love because I love you, bud. I do. You got to understand here. I'm recommending it in all scenarios. A lot of guys come to me and they say, you know, I, I, but, but you don't understand, Trip. This one's different. Right? I get that all the time. But Trip, you don't understand. I know what you say about friend zone, but this one is different. Most of the time, it's really not different. But I digress. Let's continue. You continue to say, the reason she said she denied my second kiss is that when we met, we started planning a trip with the group and she doesn't want to fuck it up. Since she stopped texting, I've also stopped trying to have a conversation. Instead, I've been using it to try to meet up and she hasn't refused. We've been seeing each other biweekly for planning the trip. And Mr. Kramer, right now, I'm at a point where I don't know how to act or what to say to her. I really like her and she knows it and not because I act needy or anything. She's hard to read. Should I keep this on until I confront her after the trip? Or should I simply just stop setting up meetings with her other than those already established by the group for planning the trip and move on? Any help or advice would be appreciated. Julio. Okay, Julio. You're in a friend zone situation and you said here that you're not acting needy. The thing is, is you actually are acting needy. Okay. You actually are acting needy. Let's do this for fun. 
let's define neediness in Google. Just see what it says. What does neediness mean? It means needing a lot of attention, affection, or emotional support. So you might say to yourself that you're really not doing this to a level where you're trying to get a lot, right? That was the definition, trying to get a lot. But you actually are. I think that your barometer for this is a little bit off. If you're a person who's constantly texting her to meet up, and she is, and you're letting that go on without trying to make a move, inherently, I believe that that's needy. Because you're telling her that, hey, I want to spend all this time with you, and I don't care if you're giving me any kind of sexual attention. I see that as needy. So you need to do the opposite and you need to, well, at this point, you're kind of stuck, right? Like there's not much I can say here. You're you're going on this trip with her. I mean, honestly, I think you're, it sounds like you're planning the trip. The best case scenario here is you stop talking to her and texting her 100% until the trip. If that's possible, again, you might be kind of screwed. I don't know if that's possible because you guys sound like you're planning the trip. But if there's any way that you cannot be planning the trip with her or be done with it as fast as possible so that you can completely let her go until the trip, then this is going to show her that you're not needy and give you a better chance of her being more attracted to you because women are going to try to chase you theoretically when you're not giving them attention. Now, if she doesn't chase you after that, then it's just dead and she's just not interested. But spending more time with her, if you're in the friend zone, is not a way to get her attracted. I'm going to say this again, because this is a really good point, And it's very simple. If you're in the friend zone, spending more time with her is not going to get her attracted to you. It won't. It's going to make it worse. Because you're saying to her that you will give her your attention for, I should say, you're giving her your attention and she doesn't have to give you her sexual attention. So then it's just a friendship and you're saying to her that that's okay. But that's not okay. So what I would do, Julio, is like I said, if there's any possible way you can stop talking to her until you get to the point where you guys go on this trip, or if that's not possible, go on the trip with you and your friends Do not be trying to hit on her or go after her. And then once the trip is over, you basically ghost her until she reaches out to you. So that could be a week, could be two weeks, could be three weeks. And that's the risk you're going to have to take is not reaching out to her until she reaches out to you. What might happen? She might never reach out to you. Maybe she's going to think that you just don't like her anymore. Okay, then that's it. Then she was never that interested. But if you spend all that time not reaching out to her and she does reach out to you, then you're going to meet up with her again and you're going to go for a kiss again. And if she doesn't reciprocate on that kiss, then I would just be completely done and or tell her, hey, listen, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not interested. And you say in a non-needy way, you say it like just like straight fact, like not like, oh, I'm upset, but straight fact, like, yeah, I'm just not interested in hanging out unless this is something uh, more than a friendship. So yeah, I think I think we're done here. Or you can even say to her, you know, if you change your mind, let me know. I honestly, even saying all this, I don't know if any of this is going to work. 
I really try to help guys try to avoid the friend zone because once you're in the friend zone, it's like a woman sees you in a way. She catches your behavior. This has been a big theme of this episode. She catches your behavior as unattractive because you've been needy. So then she associates neediness and unattractive behavior with you. And then it is very hard to unconvince her of that. It's like you need to have a lot of more attractive behavior to overcome all that so she sees you in a new way. That's why the best way to get out of the friend zone is to ignore a girl for a while and don't meet up with her until you can come back and then try to build attraction with Ted. Ted, of course. Tension, entertainment, and dominance. All right, let's go to the next one. Hey, Trip, been listening to your show for about a month now. Back when I was a college athlete, it felt so easy to meet a girl or talk to someone with the fit, feminine, friendly ideals. Now that I'm nearly 24, I'm trying to figure out where to find these women. I'm an ultra marathon runner now and fitness is a big part of my life. The only place I know to for sure find women who value fitness is at the gym, but I know that's a terrible place to try to pick up women. Where do I find women who value what I value? And how do I initiate a conversation with them? I'm about 6'3", fit, and I think not too bad looking. I would think this would be easier than it sounds. Thanks, John. Well, John, it sounds like you got an easy problem here, right? Helps to be tall, helps to be fit, helps to not be bad looking. So what can you do? You just got to go through the game plan. What's the game plan? The game plan is you are going to do what everyone else has to do. You need to acquire leads through in-person and online dating. And then there, you can filter based on your values. And you also filter on her level of interest. So that's the game plan. Another part of the game plan is you want to go on more dates than trying to pull girls home for a one-night stand because it's more efficient that way. You'll end up actually sleeping with more women if you get dates rather than trying to take them home that night on a one-night stand from going out and, and approaching at a bar or anywhere else. So that's the game plan. And so for you, you're going to want to get online, get a profile going. You can get my online domination course that will help you with that because it's too much right now to go into that whole game plan for online dating. But get a profile up, Three really solid pictures, body shot, headshot, and a passion shot. Get those up. Make sure that they're HD or high res, I should say, and start swiping. And you're going to want to spend about an hour a day swiping. And then you're going to want to take time and go out and then approach women. So you're going to initiate conversation with them by going out and meeting women wherever women are. I like to say that the best places to do it are touristy areas and shopping areas. That's for daytime. And nighttime, you can go to bars and or clubs. So those are going to be the best places to do that. And then you do approaches. You can use a sequence of just opening the conversation, saying that you wanted to come meet them, saying hello, and then and then filtering. That's it. If you want to approach at the gym, you can. It's just understand the risks involved in that. If you approach the gym and it doesn't work out and she rejects you, or maybe you guys date and then it gets weird and then she doesn't like you anymore. You don't like her anymore. Now you got to see her at the gym. And it sounds like you love being at the gym because fitness is a big part of your life, as you said. So maybe that's not the best place. But again, I'll leave that up to you. 
And that's it. That's the answer, John. Stick with the game plan. And then you'll find a woman who values what you value. But in order to do that, you need a game plan to get a lot of leads. You need a lot of leads so that you can find the person who values you. And equally as important, find a woman who has a high level of interest in you. Meaning someone who's willing to meet up with you and of course be sexual with you. Going back to one of the last callers where we talked about that, right? Got to make sure that they're wanting to be sexual with you or else it's a friendship. All right, from Eddie. Hey, Trip, I've been following your content for years and recently read your book. Thanks for all the helpful advice. I think you're talking about the magnetic book if you need help. I told you about the coaching option where you can coach with me or one of my coaches at TripAdvice. I've told you about the video course Hooked, but you can also get my book on Amazon. It's called Magnetic and it is very helpful. So I'm glad that you got that. Let's continue. You said, I'm currently living in South Korea and have been here on and off for the last two years. I had an awesome Korean girlfriend that I was seeing until I went back home, went back for two years, and the long distance didn't work out. Now I'm back in Korea and dating again. I've had some dates from dating apps lately, but I like to do more approaches and meet lots of Korean girls in person. Oftentimes there is a language barrier or I feel that they are intimidated slash extremely shy from being approached by a Westerner. Strangers don't often approach each other here. However, other times they are excited to chat, speak English, and I've had a great connections and escalated things. I know you've had experience traveling and meeting women abroad. Any advice dealing with cultural slash language barriers when approaching girls from another country or dating abroad in general? I'm currently learning Korean, but I'm not quite good enough to have a decent conversation or flirt. Thanks, Eddie. Okay, here are a few tips for you. First, you can use the Google Translate app. It does work pretty well. It's not perfect, but it is helpful. So there's my first tip for you. Try the Google Translate app, and also that can be a funny little interaction that you have there. Another tip, go to popular places where they speak English, where the expats hang out. So then you can find people who speak your language, and then that might help with dating. So it's not just about meeting women who are from Korea or don't speak English, right? And then another tip I have for you is why don't you try learning some of the basics from YouTube or just keep doing what you're doing here with learning Korean, and then you can use that as a way for asking Korean girls for help. So that can also be a fun way to get things going. Honestly, there are some tips for you, but it sounds like you're actually doing a good job. I actually don't really see a problem here. It sounds like you're doing just fine. You're getting some connections and escalating things. I mean, yes, I've had experience traveling and doing approaches, mainly in more predominantly English-speaking countries where they learn English very young, so Eastern Europe. So I never really had a much with the language barrier problem, but I have had problems with the fact that I've been to countries where they are very shy and going up to them and they're like, what the hell is going on? Why is this person talking to me? So obviously we can't fix a culture, right? So all we can do is up the numbers. I know that's like not an answer you want to hear and kind of an obvious answer. That's really the only answer there is. You just have to up your numbers and then use some of those tips I said to just get better at approaching. You can also, like I said, learn some basics from YouTube so you can go up 
And you can be speaking English and Korean with some of these women. So you're not just fully forcing them to speak English. And then that's going to help make that connection better. So you're both kind of speaking each other's language. So I would say that you should be really focused on learning Korean as much as you can if you think you're going to be there for a long time. And then just keep upping the numbers and and also try not to stress out from just talking to women who are Korean as a first language and try to find some expat hangouts. That might help you. Hello, Trip. Hope you're doing good. I'll cut to the chase. I've been dating a girl for a little bit longer than a month. Things are going really well, but there is one thing that has been on my mind. She is really shy. We kiss and hug each other, but I feel we've reached the limit. Maybe it is because we are in an early part of the relationship. Anyway, my question is, what can I do if we stop escalating physically? How can I bring up the topic or what advice can you give me? Again, she is very shy. Love your content. Salute from Mexico, Alex. P.S. I sent you this on Instagram too. Haha. Okay. Great question. I don't know if I believe in, in that whole concept, by the way. I'm not sure. I believe you that she's really shy, but I think most of the time they just might not have that much interest in you. But I'll take your word for it that she is very sexually shy. So I'll ask you this. And I've, I've worked with guys and coached guys through these situations where they've been with women who are very shy. And my answer to you is maybe you guys aren't compatible. Like, let's be real for a second. You would prefer she wasn't shy, right? I don't even need you to answer that. I know the answer. Of course you would prefer that. Or else you wouldn't be asking this. This wouldn't be a problem. So wouldn't you say then that that maybe is not compatible? That maybe you're with a person who's going at a slower speed than you are? I believe that you are being reasonable here. It doesn't sound like you're trying to make things happen that fast. But then again, people have been known to have sex on second and third dates. So if you're in a relationship and you're just kissing and hugging and you want to do more, but she doesn't, then maybe you're not physically compatible. So I want to just put that in your ear for a second. Because a lot of guys say to me, like, she keeps on going on dates with me, but like it's the sixth, it's the seventh, the eighth date, and she's not interested in sex. Well, maybe it's just not a good match. If you're interested in that and she's not interested in that, I don't know, man. Sounds like scarce mentality to me. Sounds like scarcity. It's like, well, then be with someone who's willing to be at your physical escalation level. So that's my first thought. But you asked, what can I do if we stop escalating physically? How can I bring up the topic or what advice can you give me? Again, she's very shy. So I would try to bring it up to her and ask her, well, it's interesting. You know, you're assuming she's shy and she probably is, but maybe there's something else. Maybe she's a virgin. I wouldn't call that necessarily shy. Some people just want to keep their virginity. Like maybe we need to get more to the bottom of it. So yeah, we can have a conversation with her. So I would say to her in a very neutral, you're not upset, very just chill tone and don't do it right after you've been rejected. Say this in a point in time when you guys are, have not been physically escalating or been physical and say, hey, I want to talk to you about something. I've noticed that you don't seem very interested in being physical. So I'm curious how you feel about that. So leave it very open-ended and very, hey, I'm just trying to get to know you. This will lower her defenses and give her an opportunity to feel comfortable so you guys can talk about it and then get the truth. 
and then ask what's going on in this sense to find out, well, where are these things leading? Maybe she is friend zoning you and you don't even know it. Maybe she's like, well, I just don't see you that way. And then your mind's going to be blown because you're going to be like, wait, I thought I was dating you. You just don't know. So I want you to, Alex, bring this up in a very neutral, calm, collected manner as a way of curiosity, not of why won't you kiss me and why won't you physically ask, like, be chill about it, lower her defenses and figure out what's going on and see what you can do. So I hope that helps. And anyone else out there who's also dating someone or in situationship with someone who is shy, that's a good approach. Hey, Trip, I'm David from Australia. I'm a longtime listener of your podcast. I've learned so much from you. I have no problem approaching now. Actually, I'm pretty good at it. My question is I go over to a girl I like the look of, start to talk. It normally starts like, Hey, I seen you over here. I had to introduce myself. I'm Dave. We chat for a bit. Then I say, I got to get back to my mates now, but I was wondering if you would let me grab your number and we can hang out sometime. I get the girl to put their number in my phone and call it so I know it's correct and they have mine. But when I text them, I get nothing. This has happened like six or seven times now. I keep replaying how the interaction went and I can't fault anything. I make them laugh. We have a good chat. Even girls with boyfriends ask if I want their number. They say they have single friends they could hook me up with and still no response. I'm a bit lost here, bro. Just wondering if you might be able to tell me anything else I could do or say to improve my chances of getting them to respond. Keep up the good work, man. Your Aussie boy, David. David, great question. I got a couple of ideas for you. First idea, make the conversation longer. So let's try that. I wonder if you're doing these conversations and the conversations are three minutes long. Sometimes we go into conversation and we, we think, man, I was there for a while and you just weren't. It seems like it, but you were only there for two, three minutes, maybe five minutes. Hell, maybe even six or seven minutes. So I would test out doing longer, talking to them for longer. Let's get 10 minutes. Let's get 15 minutes. Let's even get to 15 or 20 and then ask them on an instant date, And say, hey, I was just about to go get some coffee. Why don't you come join me? And then continue talking to them and see if they want to keep chatting with you. And and now you got a date right there and then. Keep the conversations going. Get them to be longer. Also, it's possible that maybe you're not spiking the emotions enough. One way to be able to build attraction is through tension, which is part of my TED formula for building attraction, is tension. And one way you can do that is by really good eye contact, which I assume you're already doing. Make sure you're withholding compliments and also qualify her. So that means talk about what you want. But more importantly, you're going to challenge her. You're going to ask her questions about herself based on what you're looking for. Maybe you want someone who's an amazing cook. You want to be with a woman who, who loves cooking, who loves to be in the kitchen, who loves to bake, like that's a partner you're looking for. Then you can ask her about that. Say, hey, I'm curious. Are you someone who is really good at cooking like a delicious meal? Like, are you really into that? Qualify her. Talk about the things that you're looking for in a woman and challenge her to see if she is that woman. That will help spike emotion, spike tension. I also urge you to get chick crack. 
Shit Crack is my free video that gets you on my email list and also gets you to learn the topics of conversation that women respond to. So if you go to tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack, this is completely free. I'll put a link in my show notes. Completely free. You will get a whole mini course on topics of conversation that women respond to. I would try bringing up some of those topics in the conversation to help also connect with them and spike more emotions. So those are all your options, my Aussie friend, David. I want you to try that. And for the rest of you, get Chick Crack. Trust me, you're going to love it. It's going to help you with your conversations. It's going to help with the entertainment portion of TED and building attraction. And also, you'll be on my email list where I send emails a few times a week that's just pure, amazing content and tips. And it's going to help you out tremendously with meeting women, attraction, confidence, all the stuff we go over here on the podcast, but in written form. It's not literally written form from the podcast. It's just written form about the same topics. So check that out, David. Hope that helps. Those are some good tips for you to be getting better at getting a higher conversion with women that you meet out and about. If you have a question, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. If you're enjoying this, you're listening to this on Spotify, I would love a five-star rating. It's the biggest thank you you can give, along with anyone listening on iTunes, to also give a five-star rating and a nice comment. So if you have been listening to this and getting something out of it, those ratings on Spotify and iTunes help get it out to more people and help spread the word on getting the right advice to meet and attract women. If you need more help, go to coachedbytrip.com and apply to coach with myself. And you can also apply to coach with, well, it's with the Trip Advice program. So you're either working with me or a coach here at Trip Advice. And we'll work with you hands-on and get you to the point where you're meeting and attracting more women, helping you with your online dating profile and helping you go out there and attract and talk to women in person, similar to some of the tips that you heard today. So go ahead and check that out. If you're not ready for coaching, feels like a big step for you. You want to watch something and have a video course that walks you through it. Get my Hooked program, getterhooked.com, teaching you my whole TED formula. Or maybe you're more of a reader, then check out Magnetic. My book will help you also with the TED formula, talking to women and give you a whole game plan to get more leads from women online and in person and help you build confidence and reduce rejection. All that is available in the show notes with links. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being here. It is a pleasure and an honor to answer your questions and be here for you every single week. Thanks for listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast.